Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to today's Golf Talk with Tiff. Lovely to have you back again. So recently I've been doing a number of uh, tuition golf tours with um, my good friend Ainsley Saunders from Golf and Tours. Thanks Ainsley, love working with you. And what we've been doing on these tours is like we're doing three-day tuition tours where I do some mindset, I do some clinics and then on-course tuition, which means that when you're out, out on the golf course playing, I come and watch you and give you advice on the spot. So every tour that I've done recently, well, any tour actually that I've always done, I always listen and, you know, even in lessons and clinics and so on, I always listen to what you have to say about your golf and your shots. So if you have a lesson with me or if you come to a clinic or if you come on a golf tour with me, if you're in earshot of me or I'm in earshot of you rather, I always listen to what you say about your golf. Always listen to what you say about what you think about your golf. Because I'm always watching and I'm always listening. Even though when you think that I'm not, I am. Okay? So I'm very aware of what, what goes on. So when, you, when you're talking about your golf game, depending on what you say to Sometimes I may make a comment there and then, or I might leave it for later when I can talk to you about it when I'm, you know, looking at how you're playing your shot and so on. Um, so it may, you know, I may say something right there and then, or I might wait, wait a little bit later, but you'll find that I will um, never put you down in any way about the comments that you make or anything like that. I just get really c- curious on why, you might say things about the way you play or your attitude towards your golf and so on, especially those that really want to improve or that are starting out or they can get a bit down on themselves. So, you know, they'll say things like, well, I'll try and do it, but it probably won't work. Or, well, I'm here to have some fun and I really enjoy playing golf, but I just don't do it very well. Or I'm a beginner golfer and I'm hopeless or I've been playing for five years, but I'm, but I'm still hopeless at golf. So you know what I'm going to say here, don't you? So if you say things like, I don't do it very well, I'm hopeless, I'm uncoordinated, I'm bad at golf and anything else that goes with it, right? If you're saying that, then are some things springing to your mind as, as what you're saying about how you play your golf or how you added your, what your attitude is about how you play your golf. Cause what happens is if you say words such as I'm hopeless, I'm bad at golf and all of that stuff you, that, that goes with it is that that becomes your belief because it's that repetition of what you say that then you believe it 
So your beliefs, so what beliefs are is beliefs are what is true to you. So when you believe or when it's your truth that you are hopeless or you're bad at golf because you've been reinforcing it, that repetition, because you say it to me, you say it to other people, you say it to yourself. When you actually play a shot and then you stuff up the shot, what are you going to say to yourself? See, I told you I was hopeless at this game. See, I told you I was bad at golf. See, I told you I can't hit the ball. So all you're doing is you're reinforcing what your beliefs are, what your truths are. So hopeless, you believe you're hopeless, then you're going to keep reinforcing it. If you're bad, you're going to keep saying that you're bad, right? Anything else that you may say. Are you starting to think about things that you say to yourself when you're playing golf? Is this starting to make you think about it a bit more? So our beliefs are formed from what we think and feel about things. So I want you to have a think. What else do you say? So like my mum's dad, for example, he used to call her when she was growing up stupid. And her mum would always say to her, oh, don't be so stupid, Judith. Right? The repetition all the time. Stupid. Don't be so stupid, Judith. How do you think my mum felt as she was getting older? She felt like she was stupid. Oh, don't be so stupid, Judith. Right? Mind you, I work on her. Don't you worry about that. She doesn't believe she's stupid anymore. She's a very competent, um, cool mother and woman. But I would always say... And here's my thing that I would always say. This came from my tennis days when I was pursuing a professional tennis career. And then I noticed I brought that into golf when I took up and playing golf because I had my tennis demons follow me as well. But I'd say, oh, you're having yourself on, Tiff. You can't do this. You can't play tennis or you can't play golf. Oh, you're so dumb, Right. So, and I kept saying that over and over again. And, you know, one day, because I thought of myself as being dumb as well, one day, uh, um, this 19-year-old girl I was playing, she'd say to me all throughout the round, are you so dumb? And I was like, gee, that's rude. But I actually would think it. So all I was doing was I was attracting what I was thinking. Looking back, right, so this is many years ago now, but, but I was like, God, how rude is she? I'm not going to play golf with her again. She keeps telling me that I'm dumb. But you know what? I kept saying I was dumb anyway. Interesting, isn't it? You attract what you put out there. So what your beliefs when you um, use words over and over again, especially like, I'm bad or I'm hopeless or I'm dumb or you're having yourself on, then that's going to really affect your confidence, isn't it? And especially when your confidence is low, you're going to believe it even more. So I've got a client um, and she said to me, uh, you know, I can't catch, just can't catch. And her sister always can't catch a ball. So her sister would always say to her um, that she can't catch a ball. And she was talking about this whole thing. I can't catch a ball. I can't catch a ball. I can't catch a ball. So when I threw a ball to her because I wanted to do a putt for me, I threw the ball over to her. And 
Um, and I did it on purpose because she kept talking about it. So I threw it over the ball over to her. And do you think that she caught the ball? You think I'm going to say no, don't you? Well, actually, she did catch a ball. And I did it on purpose because I wanted to see if she could catch, you know, I wanted to get her out of her head. And I said, look at that, you caught the ball. Look what you just did. She was stunned. She said, well, you know, normally I, I can't catch things because I can't catch, right? Her belief. But actually, I showed her that she could do it, but she still believed that she couldn't, right? So it's the repetition. So my point here, though, is if you keep repeating that you can't do something over and over again, it will become your belief. And then you will look at reasons why you can't do it. So I want you to think of how things work and I'll, sh- I'll show you a little acronym how it works this way. So we got T-F-A-R, T-T-F-A-R, right? T-F-A-R. T is thoughts, F is feelings, A is actions, R is results. So if you think you are hopeless, how does that make you feel? You feel flat, you feel low, you've got no confidence. What would your actions be then if you felt that way? So we're just talking about like if we're playing golf, right? Actions would be then you'd swipe at the golf ball and the result would be that you'd top it and it'd just trickle in front of you. Okay, that's an example. And then you see that happen and then you'll say, see, I told you I'm hopeless. I told you you're hopeless. I told you you can't play golf. Why did you even come out to play golf today? You should have stayed at home. Why did you even consider taking up golf? Normally you're good at other sports. Why would you even take this game up? This is ridiculous. This is stupid, right? The story continues, right? You could keep going on and on and on. And all you did was you just topped the ball. But it was how you thought about it because you said to yourself was that you were hopeless, and then all of a sudden you're on to this thing of, oh, I probably won't, I shouldn't even play golf, right? But what if, what if you could change that process and you actually can change that process because people think that, and I'll give you an example. I'm going to share a story about my, my side of things and so people think that I've always been very confident because I come across like I'm really confident. I got it all together. You know, I just get on with it, all of that kind of stuff. And yes, super confident now. Nothing seems to phase me too much these days, right? But I will tell you that I wasn't always, you know, extremely confident within. My line, like I heard, like I said to you before, was, Tiff, you're having yourself on, you'll never make it. And this streamed right back to my, to my childhood. So in my tennis matches, when I played my first tennis match as a 10-year-old kid, I went and played a, a tennis tournament at Sawtell because I grew up in Grafton. So we went down to Sawtell to play a tournament. And I lost that match. And I was actually up in that match, six love in the first set. And I'm not sure what happened. You know, the girl I was playing with, she came up from Sydney and I was smashing her. But she started crying. And then I don't know what happened the next two sets. It sort of went in the blink of an eye. But I made that decision then because I then lost after being in front. 
I made that decision that I will never make it. And there you go. There was a, if I said to you, my go-to line from that point on was, Tiff, you're having yourself on, you'll never make it. And then my decision that I made when I was 10, not that I was aware of that at the time, I didn't say to my little 10-year-old self, okay, I'm never going to make it. But deep down, that's what was going on, is that I will never make it. And what happened was I discovered this after reading many personal development books, attending many personal development courses. And I discovered that that was my one of my beliefs about me, that why I would never make it. Because I, and so I kept reinforcing that I'll never make it as a tennis player, tennis player. I'll never make it in a career. I'll never make it as a golfer. I'll just never make it. So there's, there's the saying, it rings true, isn't it? I kept saying I'll never make it but because I did the work and I spent the time on getting my head right and changed the way I thought then it changed things to happen so I'm a product of making things um, you know doing the work doing the right things in order to make things better for my life right so I like to set the example if I can do it you can do it I will test anything out food you know, diets, um, mindset strategies, golf techniques, tennis techniques, sports techniques. I'll try anything out and see if it can be better and more efficient. I'm not afraid to experiment. Okay. So never be afraid to experiment. So there's a saying that rings true. And this saying, I love this. I got this out of a, a personal development book. The world is a mirror of what you see. And you may have you heard me talk about it before. Like I said about, you know, talking about that I thought I was dumb and then this woman, was this 19-year-old girl I was playing golf with said I was dumb. And I was like, well, how rude. But what I realized that I was saying that or and thinking that. So the world is a mirror of what you see. So you then say to yourself, I'm hopeless. What you're doing is you're sending that message out into the world and, the, and your world, which is your mirror, it shows you the reflection. So if you're saying you're hopeless, then it's coming back to you and showing you why. Okay, because that's what you're putting out there. And when I discovered this, all of this, this years ago, I was absolutely horrified to discover that my negative thoughts about me were the messages I was sending out to the world. And that's why... Um, not so great things were coming back at me. I was horrified to discover that that's how it worked. Absolutely horrified. So I wanted to make sure that I made those changes. Like I said, I did that a years ago. So it explained though at the time by me saying that, you know, these negative thoughts that I had about me explained at the time why I was so unhappy why I attracted all the wrong people into my life. And that's a discussion for another, another day. But, um, but it was why I attracted negative, mean and cruel people into my life. But you know what? What I discovered was that I was negative, mean and cruel to myself. So what I would do before I'd go and head out for the day um, for, you know, whether I was going to uni or go and practice golf or tennis or whatever, whatever I was doing, I'll go to work. It was like I was giving myself 50 lashes with a whip at the back on my back before I headed out the door. So no wonder 
I had such a unhappy and, and felt so sad in my life because I was beating myself up all the time beating myself up all the time. I was mean and cruel and negative to myself. Then I was wondering why I was attracting these people because I was like that to me, okay? So the thing is, is you can change what you believe if you want to. And I'm gonna stress only if you want to, you can change what you believe. I'm the product of change. I've done it but I wanted to make the changes. I didn't want to live my life the way I was living it. When I got to 33, I didn't, I was incredibly unhappy in my life. Successful in business. I had successful tennis coaching business, sports skills business, all of that. But I was very unhappy in my life within, right? Felt like a failure and a disappointment. So you don't, the message I want to get to you is that you don't have to accept, oh, that's just the way it is. Oh, that's just the way I am. I'm sorry, I'm going to call BS out on that because I was like that growing up and in my early part of my life, but I made changes to change that. So it's not just the way it is. You can be whom you want to be and you can do whatever you want to do, okay? Get that clear in your mind, but only if you want to do it. So even when um, I hear people's attitude about their golf game is like, oh, well, you have good days and you have bad days. Oh, well, that's just the way it is. Well, of course, they're going to have good days and bad days when they play the golf that way because that's what they believe, isn't it? Sure. And I can spend many days talking to you about all of this because I love all this this um, mindset I'm not going to say mindset stuff but it's mindset development right it's growth I love all this in working in ways in which not only to create me and become the person that I've always wanted to be but also helping you become not only the golfer that you want to become but the person that you want to become. Anything is possible. Okay, but it's all it's all going to come back to what you believe, okay? So, I'm the product of change, and if I can do it, I know that you can do it. I'm the product of learning golf as an adult, and if I can do it, you can do it. It's just putting the 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 work into it, okay? The effort into it, making the time to do it. But it's only if you want to do it. Okay, so let's do something. Let's turn this into something productive for you. So we're going to do it in a very simple way. So number one, and I'll say this, I'll say number one in a second, but everything is simple. Okay, we want to keep things simple. I like keeping things simple. I teach everything that I do in a simple way. So it's simple. And that's the way I believe that we should operate. Okay, so number one, make a list of all the negative thoughts that you have about your golf when you play. I'm hopeless at golf. That's an example. Okay. And then number two, what I want you to do is I want you to rewrite them in a positive way. So I want you to write something along the line. You can write this. I am working on getting better with my golf every shot. Because 
if we if I say to you, okay, I want you now, and you've been conditioning yourself in a way of saying, I'm hopeless at golf, and you've been saying that over and over again, and I say to you, okay, I want you to say I'm confident, you'll say, oh, I am confident, but then you'll say, but no, I'm not really, right? You'll have something that comes back at that because you're not there yet. So in a simple way, what you could say then say is, I am working on getting better with my golf every shot. And that's what you want to then say to yourself. So it may not sit comfortably with you yet, and that's okay. But it's just the beginning. It's just the first step. So when you're out on the golf course and you're out playing and you hear yourself say, oh, I'm hopeless or I'm bad, what I want you to then say is, oh, No, I'm working on getting better with my golf in every shot, right? And leave it at that. Just keep correcting it. Doesn't mean that you have to magically have it all sorted because you won't. It's going to be a process. Like golf, golf's a process. You know, you've got to learn how to do things and then put it into action. Same with getting your head right. You've got to learn things and then you've got to put it into action. So it's going to be a process. So don't judge it. Don't make comments about it. Don't beat yourself up about, oh God, you know, I've got to get this together and I should be saying it this way. Just say, you know what? I said I was hopeless. No, no. What I'm working on is getting better with my golf game every day, or I'm getting, or I am working on getting better with my golf game every shot. Okay. Simple as that. And it will be the repetition of you saying those things that's going to give your give you the results because you'll start surprising yourself go oh gee that worked oh that was better because you're reinforcing what you're saying to yourself is that you're going to get better with your golf game with every shot so i know it's little steps first but you'll find that you'll notice that um over time that the language that you use if you start with this way first you'll notice that the language and that you use may start to shift, may start to change a little bit. You'll start to feel a little bit better um, in getting what you want out of your golf. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with your friends so we can build the lady golf teacher community as big as you possibly can. You can and me can, we all can do it together and come on a golf tour. Love to see you on a golf tour. Uh, doesn't matter if you don't live in Sydney, you can always meet me somewhere in Australia or around the world. Going to Hawaii actually later um, this year, if you want to come to Hawaii for a, for a golf tour, love to see you there. But for now, I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. And then I want you to tee it high, let it fly. Have an absolutely awesome day. Look forward to seeing you real soon. Take care for now and bye. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.